Podcast. It's Ryan here again, joined by my co-host Tim. What's up? And we're we're gonna get into the weeds here. We're gonna dive into the world of mid-budget indie filmmaking. We're talking about the menu. Play a clip or something. Welcome to Hawthorne. Here we are family. We harvest, we ferment, we gel. We gel. We gel. The menu, amazing. Yes, chef. Super good. Indie film, let's talk about who made it. Directed by, hold on. The menu, directed by Mark Mylod. And written by Seth Rice and, or Reese and Will Tracy. Starring the amazing cast, because the whole cast is good. But especially like Ralph Fiennes is Chef Slovic. Slovic? Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicholas Holt. Uh, we got John Luguizamo. We got Amy Carrero, who's kind of new to the Hollywood scene, but she's been in a lot of fun internet stuff that some of our audience may have seen. It's just a huge cast. It's just a great movie. It's just a great time. I loved that. Uh, what do you think? Oh, I loved it, too. I think it's uh, really like funny for how dark it can get. Like It's like you and me saw it together, and we were just cracking up the whole time laughing the entire the entire time time. from beginning to end the whole time hilarious um this is is this mark mylod's first feature film Uh, on his own no he also directed um don't don't do this to me what (laughs) ollie g in the house oh no no Oh no! Yeah, he hasn't directed much, but he directed a Sasha Baron Cohen movie from 2002. Oh my goodness! So I don't know what, what he's been doing until now. Lots of TV. I see director credits here for Shameless, for Entourage, for Once Upon a Time, for Game of Thrones, for Amazing Stories, and for Succession, which is on HBO. Um, if you like family dramas centered around a bunch of really awful rich people succession is just the perfect show for you if you like anything else don't even bother um <laughs> yeah the menu was amazing but i think there are a few points that we do need to talk about with the menu first off trailer was it accurate do you think it was accurate i think so i think it it sets the stage maybe it didn't i don't know if it set up for how like funny it was gonna be i think it seemed more like it was gonna be more straight thriller um but i felt i think i haven't watched the trailer recently maybe i should do that but should have done that before we started recording oh, but maybe. yeah um but i think it was accurate it seemed pretty like setting up like the weird cast characters that was on the on the island and like the eventual reveal that something weird's going on so I think it was accurate. I want to agree with you. The, re- the reason I brought that up, it wasn't to put you on the spot. It's it's that trailers are so often completely inaccurate. So with this one, it was like a nice little exception that proves the rule kind of thing that the trailer is pretty accurate to the vibe of what you're going to be getting. It doesn't spoil anything per chance. Um, we will eventually get into spoilers, but no the the menu's just it's just great it's worth watching and it's it's also another rarity because it's a mid-budget film how uh, much was it made for 35 million is the estimate 
which is nothing in the world in the world of Hollywood movies. I know that's that would literally be life changing to anybody listening to this right now, and me, and Tim, uh, and anybody. But for the world of films, that's not much. Not much of a budget, considering Avatar was made for like what, like nine hundred million dollars or something. Yes, they had to make silly. like two point one billion dollars to get all their money back yeah. or something like that. Which is just ridiculous. That's crazy. It's insane that movies have gotten to that point. And uh, yeah, $35 million budget. Opening weekend domestically here in the good old United S of A uh, got $9 million. But total domestic gross is $38 million, And worldwide gross, $77 million. So they definitely made all their money back. Because they barely advertised it. <laughs> It's an hour and 47 minutes of indie but doesn't feel indie, dark, like, just dark comedy. It's hilarious. It's... Also, it's beautiful. It's really well shot. Yeah. Like... I don't know, man. Just, what a gorgeous movie. Let's talk about their approach towards chapters. Yeah. Because it starts off with like it's courses, right? Mm-hmm. And like even the even the opening credits are like we invite you to experience the menu, mm-hmm. like 20th Century Fox, yeah, or 20th Century Studios. Sorry, Disney. Yeah, uh, invites you to experience the menu, and then from there, like every like act in the movie is like a the different courses that they a take throughout the evening, course. which is such a fun, hilarious, different way to separate out your movie because you know we don't really see like the fun abstract you're obviously watching a film you know separation for things anymore it's always flowing and you always have to be immersed the whole time which I appreciate but it's nice to have a movie that can just take you out of it and make it that much more fun yeah and the the chapter headers are shot like they're showing off one of the food items from chef's table on Netflix and it's just beautiful, and the food looks awesome. Don't go into this movie hungry. Seriously, do not go into this movie hungry. I wanted to go to In-N-Out at the end so bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did not. I was a good boy. I should have, though. I, looking back, I have regret. I should have gone to In-N-Out. Uh, <laughs> because uh, let's just say it ends with a cheeseburger, and it's just, my goodness. Um, hilarious. You're on the edge of your seat, the majority of the time especially throughout the beginning before you know what's happening I feel like it unfolds the mystery really well like I was intrigued and even when like everything's revealed it felt like I was still intrigued to see where it went yeah it, yeah it keeps things like away from you as long as like I think is is like before it starts getting annoying like it keeps everything a mystery until like it until it's like makes sense to reveal it to you and then you're just left with like the character's revelation of what's going on and you're trying to figure out how they're gonna get out of the situation they're in if they're gonna get out what's going on why is he like that you know and i think it it did all that really really well it's really easy to digest pun intended oh my god (laughs) 
<laughs> it goes down the, easy. All of our viewers just turned off. <laughs> Everybody, went, I don't know. I'm not listening to that anymore. They're bringing puns into this. Uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, the menu was delicious. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so good. Um, yeah, and my favorite part of what makes it hilarious is they everybody, the cast, the crew, the writing commits to the bit. Nobody is being funny for the sake of being funny. It's what their character would do, and it fits the situation. And because of that, it's hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, My favorite side character is John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. I forget the movie star's name, but he's just a, a movie star going to eat. He's just a washed up movie washed star. Washed up movie star. Which is hilarious. Yeah, he's you know, literally just credited as movie, movie star. star? <laughs> I can't believe that. I love that. I love that. Yeah, he's just a washed up movie star that's just full of it. Yeah. And he's just lying through his teeth the whole time. And his poor assistant, played by uh, Amy Carrero, who's kind of new to the Hollywood scene. She's been on like TV and stuff like that. Uh, if there are any nerds and you watch Critical Role, she's been a guest on that. Um, she's his poor assistant, like agent person, I guess. And she's just suffering with him through all the whole time. And one of the funniest moments in the movie ha- involves her. It's the. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Which we'll get into. We'll get into spoilers. We're just let's keep talking about the generals here. We're talking about Anya Taylor Joy now. She's one of the main leads. She's probably the main character. I would say so. Yeah. Her and Ralph Fiennes are the main characters. She's definitely the audience, like surrogate. Yes, she hundred percent. She's our, she's our eyes and ears, and she's the only one questioning everything the entire time. Yeah, which is perfect. Let's talk about her, Tim. Tim, what do you think about Anya Taylor Joy? I love her. I think she's a really, like, great uh, new face that's come on the scene recently. Like, I really liked her in um, The Witch. Like that was like one of her first roles, and I've been following her since then. But I was glad to see her get like a big like boost when the Queen's Gambit came out. Yeah. And sorry, honest, honestly, I've loved seeing her like grow and just where her career's gone. Um, and I think she's a great screen presence. I love watching her like do her thing because she she's very versatile. She can be funny or serious, and sometimes both. Or like she's just she's really good. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And uh, the Queen's Gambit was great. Yeah. It was really, really good. No, I think she's great. She's, um, she did kind of come out of nowhere. I've seen her in a few things that most people haven't seen her in, like, uh, Last Night in Soho. Nobody wouldn't watch that. I loved Last Night in Soho. <laughs> I liked it. I, I, I don't, it's definitely not my favorite, um, of his movies, but man, it's, it's, it's super interesting, definitely. That kind of deal. Uh, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. It's just crazy how uh, people's careers can just blow up and then they're in everything because it seems like she's in everything. Feels like it, yeah. But this was definitely a great role for her. She She's really good at playing just the cynical person that's just questioning how everything works, and that's her whole character this time. And she doesn't take any crap either. No, she doesn't, which I love. And then Ralph Fiennes, what an extravagant actor. He's so good. He's he's like he's so committed to the bit here, mm-hmm. like I, he's such a like just the movies you you see him in, like he's either just super serious, he's real like he's awful and terrifying like Schindler's List, yeah. But then like he's just hamming it up the whole time as like Voldemort, yeah. and Harry Potter. The boy who lived, come to die. Oh, 
like perfect perfect stuff so he knows i feel like ray finds knows ralph finds knows like where he's at like no. what movie he's in he's able to commit to it and he's genuinely like hilarious in this in like a very dry very dry very dark way yeah like i, I don't know if it's the same kind of like humor as like he was in the grand budapest maybe a little a little <laughs> less whimsical yeah. less whimsy but yeah. Like I don't know, I just love symmetrical as well. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just love how you like every movie I've seen him in. He's very committed and like you just know you're gonna get a good performance from him. And he's like he knows the the vibe the movie's going for, and he's like right along with the whole time. That's the thing. Like they they all had to know this was hilarious because they got the script, and I mean you've seen the producers, right? the two biggest producers are Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Yeah. Who are just, that's all they do is, well, not all they do. Adam McKay sometimes gets angry and then makes really obvious movies about how angry he is. But um, they mainly do comedy. <laughs> that's what they mainly do. And the fact that they, that seems like it was stepping out of their comfort zone as well, especially for Will Ferrell. I haven't seen... It seems like a weird thing for him to produce. Yeah, but it, I kind of love it. Yeah. It tells me that he still has this interest in telling new stories and that kind of thing. And that it also tells me that the fact that he didn't force himself into this movie at some point also tells me a lot about he understands where he fits and when he doesn't fit. I can't imagine Will Ferrell in this movie. No, that would, he'd be like a, at all. He'd stick out like a... The, the only way I could imagine him in the movie is if he was a voice on a radio at some point. Yeah. That's it. But if you saw him on screen, it, the whole thing, the whole vibe would be off. That's not his fault. It's his career's fault. Uh, so, yeah. No, the menu is extravagant. And I think it's time that we get into spoilers. He's not just a chef. He's a storyteller. The game is trying to guess what the overarching theme of the entire meal is going to be. You won't know till the end. Who are you? I am Margo. We're back. Welcome to the spoiler section of this review of The Menu. I don't know why I did it in that voice. I apologize. Um, but before we get started, I just saw a crazy tidbit on IMDb. I hope this is true. Apparently, one of the screenwriters came up with the idea for the story after taking his wife to a fancy restaurant on a private island in Norway, and they were stuck on the island until the meal was done. It was part of the experience. Um, that's hilarious and what a way to start a script because yeah. that's literally what this is yeah. um, let's dive into some characters <laughs> because this is another movie where it's a big ensemble of a bunch of different personalities in terms of the characters and they're showing us for almost two hours why we should want every single person on this island to die yep. uh, Tim <laughs> Tim who, who do you want to talk about first here? Do you have anybody in mind? Let's see. Um, <laughs> you mentioned uh, Lily, the uh, food critic, and her partner. I forget his name. Oh, my goodness. He's amazing. <laughs> what's this? What's, who is he? Hold on. His, his ending line is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved, I loved those two. Personally, they were just... It's a food critic and, and a producer for the magazine that she writes for. Yeah. And she's a terrible food critic because she is just, she gives 
ratings left and right that are up and down, whatever. They're both so full of themselves with every little taste, every little aroma, every little bite. They're just saying all this random nonsense and he's just agreeing with her, which is hilarious. She's also a smoker, which is funny because in the very beginning of the movie, uh, Nicholas Holt, who is in this, looks at Anya Taylor-Joy and says, you shouldn't smoke, it'll ruin your palate. Yeah. So most food critics don't smoke. They they get their nicotine mm. fixed another way because it does clog your taste buds. You won't actually be able to taste that well. Which is why you'll see a lot of long-time, lifetime smokers putting Tabasco on everything just so they can taste it. Feel something. Yeah, not to, <laughs> not to get sad here and make you have flashbacks to your grandma's house <laughs> like I'm having right now but uh, <laughs> uh so she literally is a terrible food critic and she deserves to get what she gets basically yeah. that's the, the whole point of this movie is it's a black comedy parody of classist elites being served by the serving class spoilers audience that's you and me uh and it's it's a little bit of fine revenge it's 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 cathartic, I would say. I also say her like her criticisms and the things she's published have gotten like big restaurants like shut down. Yeah, shut down. Like they reveal that to her with the tortillas. Yeah, <laughs> tortillas <laughs> delicioso. <laughs> and <laughs> that delivery is hilarious. And these are the banking records of your company that show that you've been defrauding your customers for past six months or something like that. Should we'll we, get to them. Yeah. Should we get to them now? Yeah, that's kind of the finance bros. The finance bros. What a way to put it. I don't it. even... They got like... correct. I don't know. Soren and Dave. I'm seeing two of them credited. I don't know the other guys yeah. credited as, but like... There's a bunch of rich dudes who just want to say they went to the place for <laughs> the experience. That's it. Literally. None of them actually care about being there. Yeah. They're just eating there to say they've eaten there. And so that when they're trying to pick up women or something like that, they can go, oh, yeah, I've, I've eaten there. It's amazing. And they, I think they also work for, like, the guy who helped, like, produce Slovak's restaurant. Yes. They do. They work for the guy who basically funded the restaurant that they're currently at, um, which is hilarious later with the Drowned Angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a super dark comedy. These people are getting murdered and you will sit there watching it and you will laugh. It is oh, yeah. it's hilarious. Um So basically the plot is that Ralph Fiennes has lost his love for what he does. So he has invited these people that his restaurant staff has done research into and that he has some of them served personally, some of them he knows. Uh People that are fake, people that are wealthy, people that oppress others, people that are cheaters and liars and gamblers and that kind of thing. Just like the worst of the worst. And he's invited them out. Private invitation, $1,500 a seat, something like that, to his private island cult. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, where everybody lives out there that works there and that's all they do is yeah. just this restaurant. Uh, and they have one meal a day and they work it 24-7. It's crazy. Uh, and the, his goal is that he's going to serve them a course and with each entree, he's going to strip away a layer of their facade and get down to how stupid it is that they do what they do and how dumb it is that he has given his life to serve these people. And then it ends with s'mores and it's just beautiful. 
Uh, <laughs> I personally love uh, the bread dish or the oh, no bread bread dish without bread yeah it's just the <laughs> it's, condiments it's just the condiments they literally bring out like olive oil and an egg batter drizzle and like a, a sous vide looking kind of thing like a like a au jus like the meat sauce and stuff like that <laughs> it's just a plate <laughs> it's so good and the stupid food critic is like, oh, this is extravagant. Completely changes everything. And they're that's so good. Margo's in on it. She's just like, they're making fun of you. Yeah, <laughs> literally. They're making fun of you. Tyler, yeah. like, she just knows the whole time, which is awesome. Her character has clairvoyance that nobody else does. And so they bring out the bread and her her date, played by, uh, by homie Nicholas Holt, is so infatuated and in love with being a restaurateur and like he's so in love with Chef Slovic and everything that he's just buying into it and it gets messed up uh, later on which we'll we'll get to but it's just I love it so much I, I don't know what the deal is because you watch like Chef's Table or things like that and you see these people putting their heart and soul into making these tiny little dishes and they're beautiful and you know the flavor palette is insane and you know it 100% is worth it and it's no blame on them but you know you know for a fact that half of their customers don't care and they're just there for clout and the other half are like oh no this is great what a wonderful experience and this whole movie is just the people there for clout getting hurt <laughs> so and it hits harder if you've ever worked like a i feel like a service industry job yes, which i does. did a lot before i came on to done the station i work at and it just <laughs> it just hits when you i we've all dealt with the the rich like a-holes that mm-hmm. just like don't see you as a person you know? yeah and it's they I, view you as nothing more than a servant yeah and it's like no i'm paid hourly i'm a person here i work i live i have my own life and wants and dreams we just want to give you a good experience yeah i'm just trying to help you because i get paid every other week that's it yeah it's not i don't actually care i'm just i'm just here yeah no i did i did restaurant for a little while it was rough starbucks baby (laughs) (laughs) for real that's that's crazy that's crazy my brother and sister used to work at a coffee bean in malibu Mm. Oh, I bet that was awful. It was awful. They they say it was, it, it could be the coolest thing in the world or the worst thing in the world. They've told me stories about actors coming in, and they're like, "Oh, surprisingly nice person." I'm like, oh, "That's good to know." And then they say another actor would come in, they're like, "The word like literally Satan." And I go, "Ah, <laughs> yeah, not surprising." That kind of thing. So, I can't imagine. And that's the that's the whole point of the menu. The menu is only people that are that tier, of like bougie or rich or wealthy or famous. The kind of restaurant I will probably never eat at. No, probably never. Never be able to afford to. But definitely, I don't know. If he wasn't going to kill me, I would love to hang out with Chef Slovak. Oh, yeah. Have him, like, teach me just something. Just a little bit, yeah. Just a little. Just how to properly fry some potatoes or something like that. Or how to make a really good cheeseburger. Because, wow. (laughs) The movie ends with a cheeseburger. Okay, it doesn't end with a cheeseburger, but the one of the final courses is a cheeseburger, and it is the best-looking cheeseburger I've ever seen in my life. It looks like I need to eat that cheeseburger. I need those crinkle-cut fries. I need that to-go bag, and I need the little gift baggie. That's all I need. That's I need that. $1,500? No. 20 bucks? Sure. Why not? 
20th century if you have a for your consideration box yeah you can send it yeah. that way could you send us could you send us um, that burger patties uh <laughs> could you send us a hello fresh prep box yeah with everything to make that burger and fries but not as moldy as hello fresh i might cut that last joke out they might be a sponsor at some point uh <laughs> we'll see we'll see okay they're not it's gonna stay in. that's too funny um sorry hello fresh we will still take your sponsorship if you're desperate can i can i bring up <laughs> oh my god can't be attacking advertisers already. I know. We got nothing. <laughs> Bring up what? Uh, Hong Chow. Yeah, his, amazing. His, uh, like, I don't know if sous chef, assistant, just, she's, just like the restaurant, like, hosted. She's the restaurant manager. Okay. I'm pretty sure. And she's great. Like, I... What's her character's name? Elsa? <laughs> yeah. And she's... She's so good. She's, so good. she's like, it's... If you saw, um... David Lindelof's Watchmen mm-hmm. on HBO. She's yeah. the villain on that. And yeah. she's just I don't know. I don't know. Don't want to say she has like a like a strange face, but like the way when she's in a weird role and like the way they frame her face, it just mm-hmm. it looks she looks really cold and off-putting. And the whole time she's just like keeping everybody sat, uh keeping like some control on the restaurant, which yeah. I I would probably sit if like that lady came over and told, if she me, to told me to sit down. I would sit down. Yeah, I'd be scared of her. Yeah, and if she told me it was a tortilla delicioso, I would stop asking what it was, and I would go, okay, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, it, I don't know. She's like, she's this. She introduces you to the island, and then she's just kind of on the sidelines for most of it. But yeah, she's the first restaurant staff character we meet, I think, because she's on the boat and she serves them the boat entree. I think she's the one at the dock. Oh, is she the one on the dock? Okay, no. So she, then she's not the first one we meet, but she's the first one like that speaks to them a lot. That like the first main restaurant staff that we meet. She takes them on that guided tour through the facility. She's like, that's chef's house. Nobody goes in chef's house. We all sleep here. We all sleep here. We work from like 5 a.m. to like 10 p.m. every day or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. She's so she's weird. great. I'm excited to see what else she does because I know she's in the whale. Yes, yes. I'm she's one she of the performers named Liz, the whale. So I'm a, I'm excited to see what else she's gonna do. She's she's definitely an actor that I see having a very long career um, ahead of her. She's already done things, but I think I think with Watchmen and with the menu and with the whale, she's yeah. really so. set up to like get going get going um she's an inherent vice uh yeah but i think she's just like a little side character in inherent vice but now she's she's getting up there so we'll see starring role here soon something like that which would be cool this movie um was hilarious we've already talked about that it's not sad uh no it's kind of gross (laughs) Has its moments, especially yeah. Tyler's uh, dish. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> uh, let's just get into Nicholas Holt's character, yeah. Tyler. Tell me about Tyler, Tim. Give me your psychological profile of Tyler. Oh gosh, um, I don't even know where to start. He is someone who is. He's he's just he's such a sad boy. <laughs> he loves. He's like he thinks he's so cool. He like he's obsessed with like culinary stuff and like yeah. chef slovic and he's like pumped up 
pumped to go here and like you don't know for a while like what his relationship with Anya's character is um and you find out she's just an escort he hired because yeah, <laughs> the, the person he's gonna take broke up with him yeah uh but I just I love just the his his just obliviousness to everything going on like the weird things on the tortillas that they're revealing he's just like I'm gonna I'm gonna eat the dish he loves it <laughs> he loves it um he's just like just like wants chef to like him so much and he gets like angry when he calls on you back so much the the big twist with him is that he actually read the invitation and i don't think any of the other guests did because according to chef chef slovic the i just call him chef yeah chef uh thank you chef um the invitation literally says we are going to kill you. Like you're going to die. He knew they were going to die. He still. knew everybody was going to die, and he still hired Anya Taylor Joy's escort character to die with him so that he could still dine there. That's how sad and pathetic he is. <laughs> Amazing. And I, I appreciate like, I don't know. He's good in like. I think after, um, I think X Men First Class and his Beast. Yeah. That, I think Hollywood tried to like. Uh, kind of hire him as more like a like a good looking like lead man and then after after this and like mad max fury road it's like he's he just needs to play like just sniveling weirdos yeah, <laughs> the rest of his career weird people with like hearts of gold or weird people with no heart apparently in this one he's just he's good playing the little weirdos and i just i love i just just everything about him he's just really like funny <laughs> And yeah, like and pathetic, pathetic and at the same time. And he buys it all. He's eaten it up. He buys into everything. He thinks it's all real, and they're literally making fun of him to his face. And he's like, "Thank you, chef. Thank you for talking to me." It's just so stupid and so funny. Um, Garlic and, and leeks and butter. Oh, oh wow, culinary expert. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite chapter is Tyler's BS, uh, where chef gives him a jacket and he writes his name on it in sharpie like really badly and he says tyler if you're such a culinary expert please prepare for us a meal and he makes the most generic it's just stupid it's like leeks you said leeks garlic butter and like some veal right Damn, i think it's it's stupid but he undercooks it because he's just like scared yeah he knows he's not good. <laughs> he undercooks it uh he puts like whole cloves of garlic in there and he hasn't even made a confit out of them or anything or smashed them or cut them. He just, he takes the clove out and throws it in the pan with like a spritz of s s seasoning and that's it. And they're all just staring at him and then they make fun of him and then he dies. <laughs> Doesn't he die in that chapter? Yeah, he, the chef like gets in his ear and like whispers something to him. Oh yeah, and he walks to the back and hangs himself. Yeah, it's I, the <laughs> shot of like Nicholas Holt's like, eyes like watering up yeah. and like the shock on his face it's like i know the point is to keep the mystery but i, I really want to know yeah what, what, did he <laughs> what say? they whisper it that's that's the whole thing like we are in spoilers we've been in spoilers for a while but there's some things i just you need to go see this movie you need to watch it it's on hbo max right now listen we all know hbo max is the new netflix and i know all of you have it watch the menu on hbo max it's so good you will not regret it at all this entire evening Jesus Christ. this is just theater it's stagecraft we're leaving now has been painstakingly planned this is real isn't it 
and we're back still talking about the menu um and we're gonna we're gonna we're wrapping it up here we're getting to the end get to the end get, get to the, the end delicious, we're, we're getting the, the dessert course we're getting the to-go box ready to, to leave <laughs> right in the check down uh, <laughs> it's on the magazine it's, yeah um <laughs> so i think we, we should talk about uh what should we talk about first i think uh i think the way Margo like gets off the island. Okay. Spoilers. Everybody except for one character dies. Yeah. Uh, and that one character is Margo, who is Anya Taylor Joy, who is Nicholas Holtz Tyler's sad escort. <laughs> um, she gets off the island because she learns a hidden truth about the chef. She learns the last time he was happy making food for other people. It's him making a burger. And it's when he was making a burger at some fast food joint in some like podunk town out in the south, somewhere like that. So she asks him, she says, Chef, I'm dissatisfied with the service and the meal. I am still hungry. I want a burger. And they, they even do like the like ratatouille like push in yeah. on the chef. It's awesome. Like after it's awesome. Yeah. They do the, the 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 memory of his mother serving him ratatouille like vibe. It's so good. He's like, oh yes, a burger. Mm. She's like, none of that deconstructed stuff. That I want a real honest to God cheeseburger amazing so she gets out by being like a detective i guess i guess that or like just playing to like the more sentimental side of this guy and, this... and playing to the fact that she's the only one who is not like a one percenter in there she's other than the service staff she's she's the only one that has proven to chef that her life should go on because everybody else needs to die. Yeah, and she knows. She, I think <laughs> they relate because she knows like what it's like to work. Yeah. They're like terrible rich people. Terrible rich people, literally. Literally. I think one of her customers is one of the guests, actually. And it's like some weird thing with his daughter, and it's really creepy. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it keeps everything kind of on the outskirts, but that, that part just, you're just like, Ugh. you're like, Ugh. again, we're trying not to tell you everything because you need to watch this movie, but, but yeah, Anya Taylor Joy's character, peak, great moves, power plays. She gets out of there, she watches it blow up. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of how they blow it up. Oh, yes. Um, the Morse. final course, desserts. <laughs> he, he starts off by, they take the giant industrial sized graham cracker wafers and are like breaking them up over the floor. They, oh my gosh, they give like the <laughs> guests like vests made out of marshmallows, marshmallows and like chocolate caps. Yeah, chocolate crowns and stuff. How, what does he say? He says it's like a, the biggest like assault on the palate yeah. ever. Literally. <laughs> like s'mores, but they're transformed through fire. Yeah. And, and as we all shall be. As we all shall be. And they're like drizzled in chocolate and there's just fuel everywhere. He's spilling gas all over the floor. It's crazy. And it's it's also the funniest line in the movie happens here. And it's when uh, our girl Amy Carrero's character uh, is pleading for her life. She's like, do I have to die? And and, he's, and Chef looks her dead in the eyes and says, where did you go to school? She says, Brown. It says student loans. No. <laughs> you died today. Yeah. <laughs> you died too. It's so good. So good. It's, it's such a good line. My, and she just accepts it. That's my favorite part. Yes. Is, in fact, I think two, one of the characters literally says, thank you, chef, as they're being lit on fire. It's just so bleak and hilarious. 
I love this movie. I love this movie. One of my favorite things is, um, I think it's it's when John Leguizamo's character is trying to figure out why he's uh, on the chopping block. Yeah. And it's literally like, oh, yeah. just because the sh- chef, he's like, I worked like six days a week. Sunday was my one day off. And I went and saw your and movie. And I went and saw your movie Calling Dr. Sunshine, and I hated it. <laughs> and it ruined, it ruined my day off. off. <laughs> and that's the only reason. Because then he has to die. Yeah. It's so, it's so good. good. It's so funny. If you like bleak, dark, grim, hilarious movies that are beautifully shot and with a stellar cast, stellar cast. Just the whole cast is on the same level. Yeah. Just know what it's about, ready to like commit to the weird bit. Of the- you have to you have to watch the menu. You have to watch the menu. It's our first recommendation of this year is the menu, and it came out last year. I was recommended to everybody last year. It's all part of the menu. It's okay. No, we're going to die today. Yes, we are. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. You told them it was my birthday? Seemed funny about three hours ago. Well, guys, that's it for this episode of Rewind Podcast brought to you by the Mountain Media Group. I've been Ryan. This is my co-host. Tim. That's it. That's your whole closing line. <laughs> I'm Tim. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm hungry. Oh, yeah, I'm hungry, too. Just talking about all this food is crazy. And uh, we'll see you next time.